Game Trail Podcast. All right, guys, we're here with Chase, and he is the owner of After the Kill, and it's a product that allows you to cook on site or while you're camping and uh, hunting, fishing. It's a really cool product. Um, Chase, you kind of want to explain what your product does and stuff? Yeah, so basically um, we have fish and game cooking bags that can cook on the spot, uh, like you said, Eric. Um, basically, uh, it's great for being in the backcountry. Uh, it's lightweight. Uh, you can just throw it in your pack. And the idea is just uh, basically to cook the meat right there um, so you can have a nice meal just before you, you take the pack out or if you're out fishing and you know, maybe some areas don't won't allow you to have a fire um, or whatnot, but this way you could uh, cook it right there while, while you're out. So that's kind of the idea, um, just making it really easy. Um, Chase, how long have you been around now? Like, uh, I guess what what inspired you to to come up with this product? So um, when I was hunting an elk. I had, a, I had a limited entry tag here in Utah and uh, shot it, uh, shot an elk on, with the archery uh, season. And uh, I shot it pretty close to like right before uh, light was, um, it was before it was getting dark. And so uh, got in there, was trying to get out as fast as we can just because we were pretty far back um, in the, in the back country that we were, had a quite a long hike to go and so uh i burned through all my meals in my pack and i didn't have any more any more food on me uh, and so i uh i thought man this would be so nice if we you know eat it right here um but yet doing it a allow you to have uh, you know just a quicker time just because, uh, again, we were trying to get out before um, it was too late. And so I just kept thinking about it uh, over the, the, rest of this, uh, the rest of the year and try to come up with different ways to make it actually happen and uh, came across one thing and then it led to another. And then uh, it started to turn into an actual, hey, we could actually like make these and and sell them and help every everyone out. So that's what kind of led to the idea of after the kill. Yeah, no, I think it's a, a really cool product. Um, like I said, it's not just for, you know, after the kill, so to speak, but you could use it to, you know, when you're taking a break or you're way back in there, you don't feel like going back to camp and you can actually take something with you that you want to cook. Um, how does it work? So, does it work kind of like the other brands do? Does you, you open it up and pour water? Yes, I'm sure it's water activated, right? Yeah, it's a water activated heater, um, and it will the, the our heating element will start to um, boil the water that's in the bag. Um, but uh, our thing is that it comes pre seasoned, where it's cooking fresh meat. So yeah, if you want to bring uh, some meat with you that you have, um, throw it in there. You can cook it. Um, we've played around with it quite a bit and we've, we've done hot chocolate, uh, with it. So we, we boiled some water and threw some hot chocolate packets in there and did it in like 10 minutes. And so we've, we played around with 
quite a bit, quite a bit, um, with different, different types of food. But yeah, I guess the biggest thing from us is that, uh, we're all about the fresh meat. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I think it's really cool that, that you can do that. Um, so I, I guess like, how did you test a product? Like, how did you, you know, what was the test trial um, period for that? Like, how does that work? I mean, someone so knows about we would just take different, different types of meat, whether that was like chicken or beef. Um, and we did, uh, different types of various fish from salmon to trout, um, to halibut. We were just basically trying anything and everything. And we would just throw it in our bag and then, uh, we would just see how long it'd go. Um, we would go for, let it cook for an hour. We'd let it cook for 10 minutes, just testing different things. And then working with, um, you know, a, a third party with us that, uh, just can we increase the heat? Can we get the temperature hotter? Um, just different things like that. And so that was most our, our trial was just playing around with different meats and just the different temperatures. That's pretty cool. Pretty cool stuff. Um, so what do you recommend? Like if someone were to purchase them, you know, the direction of the back, like what types of meat are you just know you just throw it in there and you can kind of open it up every now and then look at it and see if it's ready to go. Obviously if it's like so, an elk or a deer, you can, I mean, shoot, I like to just sear the stuff and then eat it kind of on the rare side. But um, when you're cooking in the bag, like, how do you tell? Like, how do you? So we have, so we have two different bags. We have uh, our fish one, and then uh, we also have our big game. And so they just basically have same same concept with both of them, um, same cooking bags. The only thing that's different is just the seasoning. Um, and so our, our fish one is a little more lemon citrus type deal. And then our big game is a sweet, uh, with a, a kick of, a, <clears throat> there's some heat in there. So it gives you that little kick at the end. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, the main idea is just, you know, we, we would like the big game just stay with the red beets, you know, just anything in the deer family, uh, deer, elk antelope, you know, moose, whatever you got, um, that, that should be able to cook it. And I I agree. I do a lot of cooking at home where I I like to sear things, get it really hot and then just cook it right then and there. But, uh, the nice thing with our cooking bags on the mountain is that, uh, the way that it is cooked, it keeps it really moist. Um, so it's all the flavor stays in it. And so it keeps it really juicy and really tender um, so when you do eat it, it's really enjoyable. Um, but, uh, the back, the directions on the back basically tell you how long to cook them. Oh, so cool. like our big game meat, it, it takes about 30 minutes. So by the time you put the water in and it starts to steam, uh, just 30 minutes is where you're looking at. Um, and that cooks it about, uh, like a medium well, that's kind of where you're at. If you wanted to go longer, you can cook it for like 35 minutes and it'll cook it pretty well. Um, or if you kind of like it on the rare side, then probably 25 minutes is where you're at. But, um, and again, we're kind of doing more testing with that so we can nail it down. The only hard part is, is that everyone has different, different temperature of water when they're throwing it in there. And so sometimes those cook times take different time. 
Yeah, it makes sense. You can have a real cold bottle of water. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, it takes nuts. it a couple minutes for it to like activate, and then so and that maybe that's where we're trying to just make it a better product, and so we're we are fairly new, and that's you know things that we're trying to do to make it just a better overall experience for our customers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw you guys on, um, you know, going to the 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 big old hunting western shows over there in Salt Lake and caught you on there and someone else spoke about I think I was talking to Brian Brian's not here right now but I think I don't know if you were communicating with him or he came across your product and we were looking at it and it's like you know this is pretty cool so yeah that's kind of why we wanted to give you a shout out and do a cast with you and so we can find out more about this product and you know everyone else can hear about it so that, you know there's a lot of guys that we a lot of people hunt in the backcountry or real far away and don't pack anything to cook with, you know, and that's a pretty easy, simple way. And I like that you brought up the, the fire restrictions, you know, out here, you, you know, being out here in the West, that yeah. sometimes you're hunting in an area where you have fire restrictions because it's, it got really dry. That happens a lot out here in the West. Yeah, so. it happened. I mean, for us last year here in Utah, we had a big fire um, and it was actually in our unit that we hunt um, for, for gear. And so it was like, like even half our unit <laughs> basically <laughs> was under a fire. And so we couldn't do anything. Like we didn't have any, no fire at all. And so, you know, these, these were great alternative, but yeah. But yeah. And then that, with that being said, like, um, I'm sure you guys experienced the monsoon too, uh, down here in New Mexico and like Arizona, we get a lot of monsoonal rains and a lot oh, of yeah. people want to, uh, you know, think they can cook with the, you know, whether they're killing, they find the ground, you might get it started after a good monsoon season. But, um, with these downpours, you know, you're not going to get anything started. So this is a, a nice alternative, lightweight alternative to, to cook while you're out there. And, uh, yeah, which is pretty it's, cool. Thanks. Yeah. I, I love it. I mean, they're about little under four ounces. And so I just put one in my kill kit in my pack and, uh, you know, they make it, they make it really nice when you're out in the field, whether, you know, if you are desperate yeah. and you see like some like grouse or anything, I mean, they're there, uh, you know, that's another way that you can cook up stuff. Or if you see any other, um, you know, smaller game that you can hunt, throw it in there. Yeah. It yeah. And that's not just for <laughs> big game. You could, Put anything you want in there i'd imagine yeah yeah essentially you can and, and that's we're trying to do like another bag um where it's just like an all-purpose bag is basically what we're going to try and do where we leave out the seasoning and the, everything's there so you can basically add whatever you wanted so like if you were had like any allergic uh like oh the allergies, uh, allergies stuff. for our seasoning or if you wanted to do like the hot chocolate thing or your coffee um you could throw it in there just to let you do your own thing, you know? So that's, that's another thing that we're, we're excited about to do. So, so yeah, it sounds like you're have a lot of ideas and you're going to continue to grow your product line there. Yeah. Yeah. I think it'll be great. And again, we're just trying to let everyone try it. We're, we're so new. We, we just launched this in February at the Western hunting and conservation expo. Yeah. And so I'm, we want to get into as many people's hands. We want them to see it, see what it's like. 
we want to take suggestions. We want to take, you know, criticism from it. Like we, we want it all. We just want to be able to let people see how, how convenient it really is. Yeah. And if we can improve it, then let's improve it. Yeah. And I know you guys are pretty new and launched in February, like you said. Um, I'm sure you're always looking down the future. What is the, you know, what are some future things that you guys are working on other than, you know, like kind of like seasoning your own stuff? Um, is it just pretty much sticking to the heating aspect of it? Or do you actually think you'll come up with your own little meals eventually? Um, I don't know. Like for right now, we've been working on like, uh, just again, like our taking our seasonings and just having them all, like on their own. So if you want, if you really like our seasonings and you want to enjoy them, just not during the hunting season, but all throughout the year, then we will have those seasonings for you. Like, um, I do a lot of barbecuing. So, um, like we're putting these on ribs today. Um, and <laughs> I saw that on Instagram and I was Craig. like, man, I'm having hamburgers. I think I'd rather have the ribs. <laughs> yeah. So, I, I mean, that's the idea is we, we want to get in there. We, we'd also want to play around with different flavors. Um, you know, if there's something else out there that's even better than what we're currently offering, then we would love to, you know, throw something else out there with that, with different seasonings. Um, but uh, I don't know if we will do anything else other than just what we have for the cooking, um, like our cooking bags. We might kind of play around with different recipes and kind of be a, a resource for those uh, who are looking for something new, maybe a way to cook your elk or your deer, um, just things to play around with. Yeah. Um, I think those would be fun to do for us. And I, I hope that, you know, our, our followers or people who enjoy after the kill would like to see that benefit as well from us. Yeah. No, I, sometimes simpler is better. You know, you don't, if you overcomplicate it, then, you know, I think if you give someone too many choices, they don't know what to, they kind of freeze up. And yeah. Not sure what to do. <laughs> yeah. Simple, something simpler is better for sure. Um, yeah. I don't know. There's, there's always different ideas out there just because our, our name is pretty broad. Yeah. That we could expand with stuff with, you know, let's whatever that we could do to help you after you harvest your animal or after you, you caught your fish. Uh, but we'll see how, see how our journey takes us as we, you know, go yeah. on this adventure with our bags. Yeah. Um, like for your fin and feathers cooking bag, it says three individual cooking bags that you get for the price and then three olive oil packets. So, how does that work to you? Does the bag already have the seasoning and then you add the olive oil in there to kind of, I guess, you know, get it all your, your fresh kill all seasoned up and then you start cooking it. Yeah. So like, um, our, we have these little teeny bag, like our, they're not tiny, but we have these smaller bags that are, that's where the pre-season comes in and that's where you cook everything in out of there. Like, so like the water that you put in never touches the, um, the meat. And so that's, um, what you could do is throw the fish fillet in there, shake it up. So it's all coated. And then our little olive oil packets, they almost look like ketchup packets. Um, I think they're like a half ounce of, uh, of olive oil and you can just, um, you know, tear that open and, and throw that into that seasoning with it. 
Um, I know for me, I like, I like the olive oil with my fish. I think it gives it a good flavor and it actually complements our, our rub really well and, and it gives it a great taste. And so, um, we, we thought we'd give that option out there for, for the fish. Um, it, it's not included in a big game one, but for the fish one, it is. And, uh, yeah, it thought it'd go well together with it. And that's kind of where we thought we would put them in there just to make it easier for everyone. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, I'm sure you put in for the hunts this year already. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We, uh, we do the dedicated, uh, tag here with, with deer uh-huh. here in Utah. And then, um, so we, we, that's basically the only hunt I really know for sure that I'll have, but, um, we have some, I, I did buy a tag in Idaho for elk mm. and over the counter tag. And so I'm pretty excited about that. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah. Um, anywhere else did you guys just Idaho and Utah, <clears throat> Idaho, Utah, and then Wyoming. Okay. Uh, so we have a couple points there for, for deer that we should be able to draw out this year. We're hoping. And then, um, we might be able to draw an antelope tag in Wyoming, but we'll see how it goes. We're kind of on the, we have enough points to draw, but I don't, I don't know. We'll, we'll have to see how that goes here in June. I think, uh, I need about, I think a guaranteed tag is almost at one point for most units. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And I think we're kind of trying to hunt right by Utah, just right here by Evanston. And so, um, it takes a little bit more than just everywhere else. Gotcha. But, but yeah, we hope we will have quite a bit of hunts this year. I don't know. Yeah. I, you know, we're down here in New Mexico, so we've put in, oh shoot, I think I put in for five different species and we don't have a point system. So it is a lottery system like Idaho, pretty much no over the counter down here, but it's all, uh, luck of the draw. There's no point system. <laughs> I don't huh. know if that's good or bad, but um, yeah. Well, I get, as long as you get your tags. <laughs> yeah, as long as you get in tags. Yeah. <laughs> well, where sometimes you can get a tag. <clears throat> I know guys you can draw deer tags. You know, every year they get one and they can't draw elk to save their lives. Oh and, man, uh, I've I'm like in the half and half. Like I can draw an elk tag, and if I don't draw an elk tag, I draw a deer tag. So I get kind of lucky there. But um, we have some exotic species down here that I put in for that. Uh, that works. Orcs is a big one down here. And yeah, that w- that looks like a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. I've I've never been able to do it yet because it's a once a lifetime tag, and so once you draw it, uh, it's on the the missile range, which is uh, controlled by the government, obviously. So you got to go through a little couple classes here and there. But um, shoot, they say the herd out there is probably around three thousand. Oh wow, so, um, that's awesome. Yeah. And uh, talking to guys, you know, they say it hands down is probably the best meat you'll ever have uh, in the West. And then really? it's hard to compare to like elk. You're like, uh, okay, I'll take your word for yeah. it. Yeah, that looks pretty but, good. <laughs> yeah. But I've been putting that for seven years for the for the once-a-lifetime hunt. So we'll see if we draw it. I did two off-range hunts. And that's not – those are uh, – you could draw those every year in a row if you're lucky enough. So really? basically what that means is if they wander off the, the base, it's free, you know, it's free game for the guys who drew, uh, off range. 
So there's no huh. limit on that one. But yeah, that'd be awesome. That'd be a lot of fun. I watched a hunt not too long ago on YouTube uh, of someone doing that hunt, and it was it looked like so much fun. Yeah, um, some guys call it the Indy 500, where you or like Cannonball. You know, it's you get. I think it's a two day or three day hunt. So you line up on the base, and they give you all your your directions where you're allowed to be and where you're not allowed to be. And then it's just you know they open up the gate, and it's a race at that point <laughs> to find them and, <laughs> and get it done in the two days that you get. <laughs> I I think the success rate is still pretty high. It's like in the like ninety nine percentile. You know. Oh, that's awesome. So it, I, I think you see them. You'll definitely see them. It's just. Are you going to find that one, that trophy one? Because there's a lot of broken horns and then, you know, adolescence sure. and stuff like that, which you're allowed to shoot any one oryx. It's just, um, you know, can you find that really tall one? And I'm not even sure what, I haven't done enough research in them to, to know what a trophy one is. I just think they're all pretty cool. Yeah, but, they're, they're beautiful animals. Yeah, yeah, the markings are pretty insane on them. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. So we'll yeah, see. I wouldn't wait. They're like, Zach. Is that a trophy one or is that good? Yeah. Some guys say, I guess. Yeah, let's take that one. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. If it looks really cool, then go for it, you know. But, you know, I guess if you're looking for a trophy, they say like, I don't know, I want to say like 38 inches in length or taller is what you're looking for, which I don't know how you judge that on, you know, like field judge that, you know. Yeah. Unless you go with a guy that goes hunting after him all the time that knows how to field judge those horns on him. I don't know how you can tell. Other than yeah. the lessons, you know. <laughs> yeah. But, That'd be awesome. I hope you draw out for that. That'd be really cool. Yeah, I know I that's one that I've I only did on range for the past like seven years and and I've been putting for that off range one a couple times because I you know, they they're not as the herd, you know, they're kinda scattered throughout the the base when they're off off range, you know. Uh-huh. So that hunts longer you get a whole month to hunt so that you know it shows you the difficulty in trying to locate these little groups that bear off the base and you got to find them so but they give you a whole month (laughs) it's almost all year long that they have every month there's a hunt going on down there so it may be a mistake but i put in for like the most brutal month of hunting down there which is july Oh, it's like 105 <laughs> degrees but i'm like well maybe less people will put in for that hunt it's so stinking hot down there <laughs> yeah it might raise your chances of getting yeah, it might raise my chances then you're like well now i gotta hunt in the heat and once you kill you gotta move fast at that point so, yeah for sure um oh, man do you have any future shows that you're gonna be at coming up or is it is that yeah over? there's um there's a show in idaho that we're gonna attend um it's the Northwestern. Let me see here. Sorry, I don't have the name of it right off the top of my head. Um, but we're pretty excited about that. I think it's in Napa, Idaho. Okay. It's um, the Northwest Outdoor Expo there in Napa, Idaho. And so we'll be out there. Um, I think it's in June. I think it's the first week of June. And then uh, I think that'll be it for shows for us for this year. And then next year we'll hit them really hard. Um, going to California, Utah, Colorado, Idaho. Um, I think that's kind of the plan for us. Maybe even possibly in um, Oregon. Okay. But, um, yeah, I think we we want to get it 
again, the whole idea for us is just to try and get it into as many hands just so they can see it, see how it works. Um, cause I honestly, like the idea sounds great in your head. And when someone tells you about it, yeah, it sounds awesome. But I don't think they really quite comprehend the concept of it until they actually see it in real life. Yeah. Yeah. And so like for us at these shows, we've been doing live demos showing how the back cooks and they can see it um, and everything like that. Um, and I, we hope this year we'll have some good videos that we can post on social media where they can see that in action so they can kind of have a better understanding of it. But for right now we just have, um, we have a good video on, on our website, but I think we, we can actually show it in the field would be even better. Yeah. 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 Um, when it comes to social media, obviously you're on Instagram. Are there any other ones that you're on so people can find you? Uh, we're on Facebook okay. as well. It's after the kill, but um, with only one L at the end. Um, that's where you can find us there. But we mostly just hit Instagram. That's yeah. like where we're at 99% of the time. Yeah. Um, and interacting with people. If people have questions about our, our product, we'd love for them to message us, get in contact with us. Um, yeah, again, we're just eager to get it out there yeah for those that are listening you know when we hit you up to do the podcast i mean you're pretty quick to respond so um guys that have questions like you said you know they're really fast to to respond back and you know i obviously talk to you you're really receptive on everything that you got going on so which is pretty cool I, i think people like that a lot of uh kind of like i like supporting the homegrown family you know run businesses you know i mean i like the big boxes too but when you can find someone that's come with their own product and it's really cool and uh i think we, the more we support all those type of people i think the better off we'll be you know for the everyone out there you know for sure and and, and that's what we want to be you i mean if we if this did take off you know or, or things went we we always want to be that same same people. We're just, we're just every, we're just like you. Or, you know, we're we love to hunt, we love to fish, we love to be outside, and uh, we want to be the same person. We don't, if if you know, if things did change for us, we, we want hope that we would still answer every question as fast as we can, take calls. You know, we want we want to be there and help you out. Yeah, no, I, I feel like that. I feel like that. Good. Um, it also feels good too that you're, like I said, homegrown. When I say that, that I mean b- being in the U.S. and and people like supporting uh, guys locally, you know, especially in the hunting community. I like to support the locals for sure within the in the hunting community. You know, if that makes any sense. And I mean, like locally, like just around me, but <laughs> in the hunting local hunting community, you know, like that support. That's why I think I like the product a lot. It's not this big uh, box store brand. It's a a guy that actually, you know, blue collar worker came up with something cool and likes to hunt just like probably, I mean, just, I don't know how to say that. You're, uh, you're like everybody else pretty much, you know? Yep. Just an average Joe. Average Joe. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. Average Joe just, uh, having fun trying to draw a tag. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep. For sure. And if not, I hope I'm going on hunts with friends and stuff so I can still be a part of it. 
Yeah, same here. We, there's a couple, a lot of our friends that put us some, you know, for those high quality units that you're like, man, if I don't draw and you draw that tag, I will go with you. Because <laughs> yeah. there's some units that I would like to meander in that are uh, some of those high demand units, you know. Yeah, for sure. I mean, and just seeing the, the game out there is just nuts. You're just like, I love this. I mean, you don't, I, I'll, I'll be a spotter all day long if you want me to. Yeah. <laughs> like I'll pay my way, like whatever you need to do. I I'm inviting myself to this hunt. I'm going to be there. Yeah. 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 I, <laughs> I like, I really like, um, taking part with the breakdown, you know, I don't know what happens then or what the atmosphere happens, but I feel like when everyone's jumping in and they're breaking down that animal, uh, I don't know. It's going back to our, like our ancestral type DNA that's deep within us, you know, but, uh, yeah. I, I like helping break down the animal, you know, like is it's you know it becomes methodical and um and then two that's it's the most you know it really is the most important part of the whole thing you know to get it done correctly do. and, and get everything out there and you know friends that i have you know if we can help them break down an animal real quick you know that means they get more meat for them you know they're not going to lose anything yeah. especially pretty where they're at i always tell the guys if they kill give me a call head out you know depending on where you shot it at because there's some as you know there's some areas that are you're like, whoa, you got way back in there or you're in a nasty canyon, you know. <clears throat> so. <laughs> yeah. I mean, any help can is great at that time, especially, if, I mean, for me, I, I've always wish I had horses, but I don't. I know we don't either. <laughs> so I'm always, I'm throwing everything on my back. And, you know, if you have a little bit more people there, it just makes a world of difference. Yeah. Yeah. It really does. Yeah. Spread the load around. Yeah, yeah, and, and I'm sure you've come across see a lot of guys, a lot of friends are pretty receptive. You know, they're like, "Yeah, hit me up," or they go with you, or you know, just they always, you know, chime in and saying, hey, "How's it going?" or you know, "What's going on?" or they try to help you from you know if they can't make it, they're still trying to help you out <laughs> if they do yeah. a unit, you know. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, especially with those big tags and stuff. I mean, oh, they, yeah. they want they want to they want to see you to have have success, and so. Um, yeah, it's, it's important. I feel it's, it's good for like, I think it's good as being a friend to helping those people out and, you know, and also to, I mean, you put yourself in their situation and you're like, ah, oh, man, if I can only have this help or whatnot, you know, it really, it really goes a long way. Yeah. Yeah. Especially those covenant units that are hard to draw, you know, you're like, well, it took a long time to draw and, you know, you want them to, I definitely want them to kill. And help them get, you know, you want the best out of that draw, you know, because it don't happen very often. Yeah. So. Well, Jason, it was nice that you allowed us to chime into your busy life and talk about your product after the kill. And for those that are out there, go check them out. Um, they're on Instagram. And what's it on Instagram? It's after just all one word, right? After the kill. Yeah, after the kill. And uh, the web page is afterthekill.com. Yep. Go right to the web page and sell their apparel and their product that you can buy for you know those draws around the corner for for a lot of the states. So you'll know whether it doesn't matter. They're for fishing too. So whether you're going fishing or hunting, they're there for you. So like I said, I appreciate uh, allowing us to chime in on your on a Sunday, which is usually for family. So uh, <laughs> we appreciate you taking thirty minutes out of your time to chat with us and. Um, talk more about your products so people can get the get the haps on it so 
Well, thanks for so much for letting me be on the podcast. I appreciate it. Yeah, thank you so much. Uh, hold on for one second. I'm going to pause it here.